Hey guys, I'm Court. And I'm Kate, and you're listening to another episode of The Castle Chat. Hey friends, and welcome back to another episode of our Disney-themed podcast. Today we are continuing our nine-part series based on the Enneagram personality types, but with a Disney twist. We are calling this the Disneyagram. Whether or not you know your type, we hope these episodes help you better understand yourself, your friends, and your favorite Disney characters. Want to experience more magic with us outside of this episode? Be sure to follow us on all socials at The Castle Chat. If you love what you hear, please leave us a rating or review on Apple or Spotify so we can continue to build this community. Are you ready to jump into the episode? Let's chat about it. disney Wow, a jingle at the start of the show? I know, I just, it came to me and we've kind of been in a giggly, silly mood tonight, so. Oh, so giggly. Like, we have not been able to stop laughing. So, yeah, it was a, it was a good way to start, uh, lighthearted. Obviously, you guys know that I am a aficionado when it comes to jingles. Um, they are all C grade, but I do know how to do some jingles now. She got the jingle jangle. <laughs> For those of you who watch, um, oh gosh, what is the show? What is the show? I don't know. Um, Riverdale. Riverdale. Oh, I, I saw a couple episodes of that and then I just couldn't really get into it. Well, the town drug is called Jingle Jangle. So, oh, well, let's hope you haven't been having any of that tonight. No, just just the santa claus well i will say your jingle your jingle jangle there um the start of it were you going for a mission impossible scene there or was that just coincidental okay well it came from the fact that today we were talking about the enneagram type five which is known as the investigator okay so so it was intentional yes it definitely was intentional i was like man you're really on that that's good i thought deeply about how i was Ooh, going just to just like the investigators they think deeply wow, we are just off to a great start here <laughs> guys welcome back to the disneyagram we hope you are thoroughly enjoying this series as much as we are if you're just now joining us definitely go back and listen to our first i guess four episodes leading up to this um all of these episodes really go hand in hand with all of the types of enneagram personalities that we have um but we're just excited to be back with type five and and give you guys another quick synopsis of what the enneagram is and what we're doing with it and calling it the disneyagram so kate why don't you give a quick synopsis synopsis of kind of what is the Enneagram for those that are just now joining us. Quick reminder, we are not experts, solely fans. We love the Enneagram, but we do not have all the answers and we are not 100% accurate with any of the things that we say. But the Enneagram is a system of nine personality types that aims to focus on our motivations behind why we do what we do rather than our behaviors, which is common for a lot of personality testing. And so we take a look into these nine different types, what motivates them, what brings up fear in them, and it gives us a idea as to why people behave the way they do and how they interact with the world around them. So that's just a quick 
rundown of what the Enneagram is, but there are a couple of other ways it's broken down. Court, why don't you remind the peoples of that? Yes. So like Caitlin said, the Enneagram is broken down into nine numbers, one through nine. Those are each individual personality types. But on top of that, those nine types are broken down into a triad of the head, the heart, and the body types or the gut type. And this basically means when something big happens in your life, where do you feel it first? Do you feel it in your gut? Do you feel it in your heart? Or do you feel it in your head? That's usually a pretty good indicator of what numbers you would lean towards as your personality type. Um, And the type five, it's actually a part of the head types. We are now leaving um, the heart types. And I know we kind of we kind of touched on the body types with type one, but now we're entering the head triad and the, the people that have the, that have five, six or seven as their personality type, they fall in this head category where they depend on their intellectual intelligence to make sense of things and navigate the world around them. And guys, I fall in the head types. Oh boy. We are still waiting on that reveal, but it won't be today. It's not. I'm not a type five, but I am in the head type. So we are getting close and I'm very excited to share with you guys my type once we get there. Um, but I do feel like, although I'm not a five, um, because it is still a part of the head types, I definitely still relate to this type in certain ways. So I'm happy to kind of speak into that as well. Um, but yeah, that's kind of a breakdown of the Enneagram types and their subtypes, but let's share a little more about type five specifically. Do you want to kick it off, Kate? Well, I do want to kick it off with an idea or a thought. For me personally, type five, for whatever reason, is the hardest for me to wrap my brain around. I think it's because they are the most like into intellectual and like knowledgeful. Knowledgeful is that even a word? No, nope. see, I'm knowledgeable. Knowledgeable, knowledgeable people, and they're very complex and difficult to understand. I would say, um, not that I have some fives in my life, and they are very complex people. Yeah, I, I can understand two, three, four very well. I'm a three, and so I do have leans to the type two helper and the type four um, individualist. And then I feel like type three and type one are very similar, but they have different core motivations and fears. And so one through four is all very familiar to me. And as soon as we hit type five, it's a territory that is very different from my personality and how I process things. So it starts to get a little bit more uncomfortable for me to sit and try to speak on behalf of anyone out there who's a type five, because I truly don't understand how that mental processing and those um, ways that your brain interacts and and takes things in um, works. And so that being said, I would love to talk about type fives and get a little bit uncomfortable, step outside of our comfort well, zone. Yeah. And I mean, we even, we've been reaching out to you guys on social media, asking for what your type is and certain questions about your type. And definitely a trend that we saw was that not a lot of you as followers are fives as well. So it was also interesting to see that trend come across when we, we feel like we don't know a lot of fives or don't know a lot about fives. And there's not a lot of you guys that are following us that are also fives. So, um, um, 
bear with us, I guess, in this episode. We had to do a lot more research when it came to this one just because there is so much to learn about the fives. And I'm excited because I feel like by doing this episode, I will leave the episode feeling of, I guess, my brain will be fuller with knowledge about this type and how I can better serve fives that I do meet in this world. Amazing. Love it. Let's dive in. Dive in. So (laughs) let's start with the core desires of the type five. Why don't you start with that court? Okay, so type fives, their, their core desire is to basically be capable, competent, and knowledgeable. They value knowledge at such a high level that it is something that they they just strive towards every single day. Um, Something else I would mention about, you know, Enneagram Fives is that they're very introverted um, and not, I mean, I do know a few extroverted Fives, but they lean more towards the introversion where they spend a lot of time internally, like filling themselves with knowledge. And that is something that they just desire every single day. I actually know a Five that, maybe leans a little more extroverted but i do think that for the head types in general they're constantly in their head they're thinking they're processing they're wondering about all these things or trying to gain knowledge and do research and and process things internally like you said in their mind and so um it seems like maybe they come across as a little bit more reserved but maybe that reservation is simply because they're preoccupied internally instead of being able to express outwardly, Um, which I think is an interesting concept to think about when it comes to this particular type. Um, And something in doing research for this particular episode that I started to grasp a little bit better about the Enneagram as a whole is thinking about how we respond to both threats and opportunities. I think that falls into the same category as like um, your core desire, your core fear, but thinking about when you feel threatened, how are you responding? And when you feel like there's an opportunity at hand, how are you trying to to jump at it? And I think that is a part of um, understanding each of these types. And so for the type five, Um, the way that they respond to feeling threatened is by gaining knowledge. If they feel like somebody is going to be one-upping them or coming for them, they want to know everything possible so that you can't come at them and they don't have an answer. Mm. And I think that's part of that, like craving knowledge, needing all the answers, doing all the research um, type of mentality. But then also with an opportunity, if you see that there's an opportunity at hand, fives are going to be ones diving into their laptops and doing research and making sure they know how to have every single bullet point checked in order to gain this opportunity and have it become a reality for them. I feel like if you're, you know, a college student, high school student, whatever, um, and you have a group project, um, you want a five like in your group because they're going to help lead and they're going to have that organizational piece too, but they're going to want to lead with knowledge and, and lead the group as a whole. And I think that's a very good strength to have in like a group project. Uh, absolutely. I also feel like maybe this is a 
catty thing to say, but maybe the type fives in the group project are the ones that are like, well, I know you didn't do your part in your last group. Um, I'm aware of that. I got all the information. I heard all the gossip. So I don't I'm all want caught you up. in I've my, done my research. Yeah, I can see that too. Definitely can go both ways. Now, on the opposite side of their, you know, their core motivation, their core fear is that they would end up being useless or incapable. And that is something that I, I feel like is, would be really difficult to sit with if you're someone that feels like my contribution to the world is to be ready and able and willing to provide knowledge and research and information and be capable for others. And if that is stripped away from them, I'm sure that's very difficult to deal with. Yeah, and I think that there's probably a comparison game, especially for being somebody in the head type, um, when it comes to having your insecurities brought to light, that this would be a type that is stressed that somebody's going to do it better than they can, and that comes in that like fear of being incapable or being useless. Well, you know, if I haven't done my research, if I haven't done the work, then somebody's going to do it better than me, or is someone already doing that? Is that person doing it better than me? And that can... Um, allow those fears to kind of be brought to the forefront of their mind and maybe make their internal processing even more heightened because they're they feel threatened and are Mm, worried that they're they're not capable of what's at hand man that's good that's good right there um also i want to note that like if you have a five that you know in your life one of the best things that you can tell them is like man you really know what you're talking about like really speak that words of affirmation over them because I'm sure to them in their heart and their head, it's like, wow, like they notice the work and the effort that I've put into this and the research and the time. And so that's just, you know, a little tip of the day. If you have some fives, just let them know, like verbally tell them like, man, you really know what you're doing. I can see the work you put into this. Yeah. Or like, gosh, you're so wise. Thank you for sharing this with me. Speak like speaking that wisdom over them and, and like, not speaking that wisdom over them, but speaking that encouragement over them about their wisdom. Yeah, I think that that's a great thing to mention. I think that's important for all the types and and hearing how um, people's various types of insecurities come up, you know, for the type ones, you would be saying, I'm so impressed and inspired that you always do things the right way. Or for a type two, you are so helpful and you always show up for me. Thank you so much. Or the type three, you can say, uh, I don't know. What do you say to a type three? What do I want to hear? Um, You want to hear like, man, look at you. You won. You did so good. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) I Uh, guess. I don't know. I just kind of made that up on the spot. um, I think maybe type threes just want to feel like, what they've done is noted or noticed mm, yeah. in general. Um, and then a type four, like, gosh, you are so unique. And there's literally nobody else who could do something the way that you do because of that uniqueness and creativity you have. And for the type five, it's, gosh, you really know what you're talking about. Yeah. And I also type fives are, I feel like are very good listeners. Like they mm-hmm. are very in tune with like hearing what other people have to say so they can soak in that that knowledge as well yeah they are wisdom absolutely they are researchers by nature and they love trying to dig into things deeper and so i'm sure in relationships as well when they're in a good place they ask you those deep interpersonal questions that you know increase your bond and make you feel like wow they they're really interested in me and want to know more about me and for the five that's them they're, they're technically gaining knowledge um 
by asking you those really deep interpersonal questions, but that's also something they're really good at is pulling really inquisitive conversation out of you because they're they're always wanting to know why things are the way they are, how they function, and, and gain knowledge on things, even like their friends and family. Well, and I can see how that could also be a struggle for five. Like here, we like to talk a lot about the strengths and the struggles of yes. each type, and it's it's difficult talking about like both sides of it because we want to talk so highly about every type but we've always mentioned on here that we're not perfect humans and we always have something to learn and grow with so with type fives i think the their biggest struggle is the fact that they do always want to know why the things are why things are the way that they are they're always searching and asking questions and i can foresee that being like a problem with trust and you know like questioning people in their life like i have to know why i have to know i have to know it's like a sense of control and i i relate to that I relate to that pretty well sometimes too because I often I'm like I gotta know why like I just I want to know why like I just want to really dive into like the purpose behind this and sometimes that gets me into like tricky conversations where it's like just live like why do you have to know mm-hmm. the, why do you have to know the answer to everything let's just enjoy each other's presence and so I can see that being a struggle yeah I think sitting in contentment sometimes requires you to not have an answer and to be at peace with something being a mystery to you and so for um, somebody who is constantly wanting to know the answers to what's happening in the world around them I'm sure that's hard um to slow down and and let that go Mm -hmm. it's definitely that control piece like I mentioned um is there anything else you want to mention about about our fives no I mean I think we've covered a lot and I think that fives are just like any other type talking about strengths and struggles, having um to find a balance between their inquisitive nature and wanting answers and questions and digging into relationships um but also taking care of themselves and asking themselves am I truly happy am I content do I have peace with this instead of just digging into things outside of themselves um is I'm sure something that all types deal with but in particular for the type five being able to ask themselves healthy healing helpful questions um to be the best versions of themselves too is a part of of balancing that questioning um inquisitive nature yeah and i mean like thinking that a lot of fives are often introverts having a lot of time to themselves is good so that they can you know self-reflect and 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 focus on themselves and that self-care like you just talked about um one more thing i'll note about fives is that they often have an interest in learning about everything but they do have like one or two specific areas that they feel like they are an expert in and that's what they really lean into and they want people to know hey if you want to know about x y and z i'm the person that you need to come talk to about that because i'm the expert um so i can see these types of people turning into you know researchers teachers mentors and having a specialty that they really do focus on and make it very vocal uh vocalize about that so yeah that's awesome i second everything you just said oh thanks oh thanks well now that we've kind of explained to you guys a little bit about what type five is we hope you have a better idea of uh, this personality type we want to kind of share with you disney characters that would fit this type and you may have been thinking of some as we've been describing this personality type so kate who do we have on our list for disney characters that fit type five okay well 
we mentioned this in the last episode, there have been a lot of really interesting responses, in my opinion. I think that we have seen Belle as a response for one through five. Oh, yeah, we definitely have because Belle, my girl, she is so versatile. Yes. So a lot of websites when you look up or um, even people who've made these little graphics that they put on social media about Disney characters and their their Enneagram type, I've seen Belle on type four and type five. I think she's probably a wing of one of the two. She is... She fits that type four individualist personality because she is so different in her town and she finds a little bit of despair in being so different and she wants more and she does maybe sit in some melancholy about being alone in this great big world. But then I also think that Belle is a type five and she's always reading books. She wants to know more. She wants to be able to communicate right and do all these things that men can do in her village and wants to have the answers to all of these things specifically thinking about her character in the live action film where she is doing laundry in a very innovative way and reading books and teaching another girl to read a book it's like hey we need to gain knowledge so we can get out of this town and I think that Belle has that investigator mentality as a survival method to get out of her small village yeah Um, i definitely when i think of Belle, i think of type five i can see how she could i think she's a type five wing four i totally agree i think that that's if i had to choose where she sits more it might be type five but she definitely has a four wing to her um and even when she finds herself in the beast's castle she is so curious about the west wing she wants to know what's in the west wing she needs the answer to that she needs to know what's going on with the beast what's the rose why are the petals falling i just think more of her character falls predominantly in the type five versus the type four like you can see parts of the type four but it's definitely more in a wing sense that it kind of like comes up and comes up and goes away a little bit but then it's predominantly five even in her nature to not be afraid of talking objects in the castle where her father had the same experience and he freaked out and and you know kind of wanted to run away initially but then settled down she's like oh you talk tell me what tell me more what's going on (laughs) how do you talk why are you this way like Uh it's very inquisitive like you said yeah so i think Belle is a strong type five yes i also agree okay let's see who else we have on our list Ooh, dr strange that's a really good option for a type five i didn't initially think of him when we were going through these types but now that i read it it makes so much sense i know i kind of have been forgetting to throw in marvel characters um there were a couple that i had for types that we've already been through and forgot to add them to our list but i think dr strange is an easy type five he starts out as an actual physician he has things happen to him he goes to um this what it what do you call it um Oh gosh. Monastery? Mon- yeah, yeah, it's like that. Yeah, and like he has to learn, wants to read all the things, do all the things, be an expert, and then continues to do that. And his power is to know. Um, mm-hmm. And so he's definitely a, a character that falls into this type five personality. Right. Who else do we have? Okay, I love this one. We have Jack Skellington on our list. Mm-hmm. So I think he is a good example of a type five because he learns of Christmas and Sandy Claus. And he's like, 
literally, what's this? And he has to go and find out and dive in and research and figure out what is Christmas and leaves all that he knows about Halloween, even though he's the pumpkin king and figures out, you know, what Christmas is and tries to have it for himself um, because he's so curious about it. Okay, you started talking about curiosity, and I started to think of Russell from Up. Do you think that he could be, like, I feel like he's also got a lot of six in him, that, like, nervous worry. So, like, do you think he could have five in him, too? I think he could maybe be, like, a six-wing five where he's in his head um, and wanting to gain knowledge by gaining all of his badges, his Wilderness Explorer badges. Uh, I do think he has a little bit more of paranoia to him well maybe not i don't really think i think he like embraces all of the strange things that they come across like doug and kevin but he's very like he he wants to know he wants to learn he's very like intrigued by kevin so that's what made me think maybe he has maybe he's a four wing five yeah maybe i don't know it just popped in my head i I think he definitely falls into the head types or maybe leans a little bit into the heart type because he is like trying to help Mr. Fredrickson and wants to help Kevin and save the baby. Yeah, I mean, he could be a two. Yeah, I don't know. Russell's a good one to ponder on. I know, I'm like, what do you guys think? What do you guys think Russell We should put a poll on our stories because now I'm intrigued what you guys think. What type is Russell from Up? Yes, poll going up soon. (laughs) Okay, who's next on our list? Okay, we have, ooh, I want to mention Jane. Oh, Jane. My girl Jane from Tarzan. I know Jane has a last name, but I forgot. Why did I sound like that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, Jane is a great example. She is very intrigued with the apes and the gorillas and wants to learn more about them so much so that in the time period that Tarzan is set in, she goes all the way across the ocean to learn more about them in person. She is that one where she's curious by nature and wants to investigate but she has her expertise she's gonna yeah, have she's channeling every, that expertise energy mm-hmm. for sure she wants to have every answer that there is about the gorillas and um her father gets to be a part of that with her i don't necessarily think her father is a type five he might be more of a type one or a type three um but jane is definitely that curious tell me more i need to know the answer especially when she meets tarzan and is like i want to know can you show literally literally, yeah literally her anthem um but she's so curious as to how this human man is living in the jungle raised by gorillas and she jumps right in no fear and is able to get up close and personal with the thing that she is so passionate about and has been studying and researching for so long because of that investigative personality type. Man, I love me some Jane. I need to watch Tarzan now. It's been a while since I've watched that movie. Yes, I um, really love that movie. I feel like some people um, think it's overrated, but I I love Tarzan. It's mm. just I it's just a good one. Like, um did you ever see Tarzan Rocks the show? Of course okay, I okay, saw okay. Tarzan. I have Rocks. like vivid memories of seeing the Tarzan Rocks. Blades. Oh man. Yeah. I I miss that so much. For those of you who aren't aware, Tarzan Rocks was a musical 
theatrical presentation of Tarzan in Animal Kingdom. It's now um, the Finding Nemo musical, and it closed down and became the Finding Nemo musical, but it was a childhood classic. It was amazing. Okay, moving on. We have two more characters. Who do we have? Okay, this one's a little bit of a question mark for me, but maybe Beast is also a five. Okay, I saw this on the list, and I was like, I'm tr- I was trying to wrap my head around how he is a five because he I mean but he is a very complex character so it kind of fits the mold in that sense what what maybe he's more of an eight maybe maybe we'll put a pin in beast kind of like russell and come back to him but i do feel like okay i respect that um specifically the live action version where Okay, now that I'm thinking about it in in live form here, I'm I'm having lots of processing thoughts. And I don't know. I do think he's inquisitive. Um, He asks a lot of questions and is curious about certain aspects of the world around him, um, but maybe not to the extent that Belle is. He might be more of a challenger. So let's put a pin in Beast. Let's put a pin. And let's end it with Milo. Treasure Planets, Treasure Planet. That's another like ex- example that's similar to Jane, where very curious about one thing, wants to be an expert in it, and wraps his whole life around trying to figure out Treasure Planet. Okay. So that's what we were able to think of and research for Disney characters. We do have some Disney characters to share with you that you guys picked, which actually ended up being some of the same characters we had on our list. Um, One of our followers, Emily, said, I relate most to Belle. I love how she leans into her intellect. Yes, that is like what I was mentioning with her using it as a survival skill in her village in that day and age which is more apparent in the live action i keep referring to the live action i love live action beauty and the beast i think they did an incredible job of reimagining some parts of the story that were somewhat of um a plot hole or a question mark in the first movie but she definitely leans into her intellect to try to get out of the town that says women shouldn't read women shouldn't do anything but be arm candy for men like gaston um and so i i think Belle is obviously a great choice for type five character definitely and then meredith said i Oh, wait, that was the wrong answer. Oh, here she is, Meredith. She also relates to Jane and she because she becomes an expert in what she's passionate about. And that is something that Meredith also leans into as well. So Jane, Belle, who we'd already mentioned for what Disney character do you relate to most and why as type five? Okay, we have two other questions from our follower commentary. We asked, what was the favorite part of being this type? And what is something you wish others understood about your type? So we had Anna. She said, I enjoy having deep emotions and thoughts. She is a five wing four. So I love that combination of when you're four, you have really large emotions and large thoughts. And when you're five, you are going to be thinking so deeply and intellectually about those emotions that you have so that combo is like that's that's like a person you want to sit down with and have a very deep conversation yeah it's the balance of head and heart right there um emily also said she is proud of her desire to gain knowledge she is um appreciative and proud that she wants to go out there and learn more and i commend you on that emily 
Yes, that's so good. And then Meredith said, I tend to know people well because I'm good at asking deep and thoughtful questions. And I love that because the fives that I do know in my life, they are very intentional and want to kind of dig below the surface and learn more about me and what I'm going through or like it's just such a strong conversation and if you do know a five out there thinking of strengths and shrugs take an opportunity to ask them deep thoughtful questions because if they are people who are doing a lot of the asking and they're the ones pondering and thinking and prompting you to respond to a question ask them some questions and hear how they feel what makes them who they are Um, I think that that in the same way we're talking about encouraging specific types in specific ways maybe ask your type five friends deep questions about themselves to learn them better yeah I'm sure that is something that they would they would love they would love to have that favor returned and feel like other people want to know that much about them as well so I I love that you mentioned that okay so for our last question what is something you wish others understood about your type Um, Anna said you can be an introvert and still be outgoing in your community that's a really awesome answer i personally relate to this I think I'm introverted by nature but when it comes to being passionate about certain things you can't stop me from getting out there and doing what I want to do and um, showing a warm face and welcoming random people that I don't know even though my instinct is to be to myself Um, so I totally get that yeah Emily said I'm not all about books and studying I enjoy being around others as well and just having fun I know a lot of, I feel like I've seen so much book talk lately where people who get on TikTok and they say, I've read 150 books this year. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I've read zero. Yes. um, But people who love to read, like that doesn't mean that they're people who want to just be locked in a room with a book. Um, They are people who love interacting face-to-face with friends and family too. So um, I yeah. Commend that for and they type may fives. be a part of a book club or lead a book club where they're oh sharing in their their book knowledge with other people. Yes, book I clubs are that. so common. I feel like nowadays, like I hear, I have a lot of friends. They're like, I'm going to book club. I'm like, that's so fun. I wish I, don't I like was, to read. That sounds fun. <laughs> I was gonna say, I wish I was in a book club, but the reality for me is that I would join the book club. I would show up to group every week and be like, "Uh, I didn't get to chapter 14 this week. Sorry, guys. And then that would honestly be me, too. And then the book would be ruined for me because they would talk about it. Yep. I would jump in and have lots of awesome conversation, even though I didn't read the book. Yeah, I was that kid in high school that got the spark notes for like everything. mm -hmm. I did. I just did not. I just did not enjoy reading. Yep. And I still did well on the tests somehow. So yeah, here we are. Thank you, Sparknotes. We made it out of college. (laughs) Here we are. (laughs) Meredith said, I don't always know the answer to everything. I'm not Google. That makes me giggle because I'm sure a lot of fives feel like their friends just think they're Google and they have the answer to everything. I think I, I understand that. And Meredith, I'm sorry that your friends come to you and think you're Google, but also type fives want to have all the answers. They want to have the knowledge. And so I think it's natural for all of a sudden when you constantly are that person that seems to have answers all the time, your friends are just going to start coming to you. So I appreciate someone sharing that with me being like, okay, even though I seem like I have a lot of answers and I do a lot of research. I don't always have the answer, so maybe just don't come to me first. Maybe seek other avenues of um, getting an answer. So I'm 
I like hearing things like that from other people when my expectation and thought is, oh my gosh, you're a type five. Like you want to have all the answers. So yeah, I'm going to come to you because you probably have the answer. So thank you for sharing that with me. I have now learned and been educated. I know. And guys, thanks so much for, for sending these responses in. It's so fun getting to connect with you all through social media, receive your responses, and then be able to talk about them live on the podcast. We've always dreamed of and desired to have a podcast where it's not just us talking to you guys but we are talking back and we are able to have a two-way conversation and so we definitely um, will be continuing this type of interaction that we have with you guys in future episodes that aren't a part of the Disney Agram. I just wanted to to note that before we move on to our our trip tip for uh, type fives. And if you're going on a Disney trip and what tips you would need to know to have a successful trip. Yes. I second all of that. I love um, getting the opportunity to learn more about people that we may never get to see face to face through an app on our phones. Um, Sometimes social media can put distance between us um, and cause us to have uh, some insecurities and anxiety and a lot of negative things. But for us personally, through what we've done with this podcast, I feel like so much good has come out of it. And this specific series has allowed us to learn little things and interact with so many of you so thank you so much for sending in responses and interacting with us it means more than you could ever know oh so much love so much love well let's jump into our type five trip tips court oh yeah so if you are on a trip with a type five you can basically expect to have your own personal tour guide history buff that basically knows where every hidden mickey is in the park and when the park closes, um, the history of Big Thunder Mountain Road. I mean, literally, you could stop at a ride and they'd be like, let me tell you everything about this ride, from the mechanics to the history to it all. And it's like paying for your own private like VIP tour, but with just your friend, which I think it would be so much fun. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Your type fives are going to do some amazing pre-trip research. So if you are a type five out there, you can definitely be that person that knows where the best restaurants are, knows where um, to make sure that you watch the fireworks or where are you supposed to go at rope drop. So type fives are going to be an amazing resource for planning a trip that is exciting and effective and well-rounded. But as we've been doing for all the types, we like to also give a trip tip to um, each of the types that allows them um, to maybe combat some of the struggles that they face when they do go on these overwhelming, overstimulating trips. So what is that tip for us, Court? So I think when somebody spends a lot of time, you know, making an itinerary or doing a lot of research, oftentimes in the parks, they can be very hyper-focused on the things that they have prepared that sometimes they may miss just the little ounces of magic that you experience from being in a Disney park. And so our encouragement to fives is that, you know, take a step back and, and enjoy those little pieces of magic that you see and, and put the research away. Um, there is so much joy that can be experienced in Disney by just existing and really taking in your environment 
And I think that's a great thing for fives to do is just to give themselves a little bit of space to be like, wow, I'm in Disney World. This is amazing. And I'm having the best time. Yeah. Let the unexpected find you instead of trying to have everything already in your head. So that is our set of trip tips for our lovely type fives out there today. We are so thankful that you guys have been tuning into this series and are loving it. For now, this is the conclusion of our Disneygram Type 5 episode. Guys, if you are ready to book your next Disney trip, the person that you need by your side is our expert, Kelly, from Kelly's Magical Vacations. She will help you plan everything for your trip she will do all the research she will get everything prepared and ready for you for free all you need to do is head to the link in our bio to get connected with her today and she will literally sweep you off your feet with her expertise so we thank you kelly for being our travel sponsor and for helping out so many friends and family on their disney trips Small shop shout out. Small shop shout out. Ooh. <laughs> that was spicy. I just liked a little it. attempt at harmonizing, even though I know nothing about it's harmonizing. fine. We sounded perfect. Oh, wonderful. I love being perfect. <laughs> Guys, we are back with another small shop shout out. And this is a small shop that we've been wanting to shout out for a while. And I'm really excited that we finally are getting an opportunity to shout this small shop out. Okay, my friend Emily. Emily, hello, I love you. Um, Sent me this shop a while ago, and I have been gushing ever since. So Oswald and Sons, Oswald is the predecessor to our beloved Mickey Mouse. He is the OG Walt Disney character. Walt Disney lost the rights to him and had kind of an unfortunate experience with creating Oswald, and then after Walt Disney passed away, Disney got the rights back to Oswald. That's just a little bit of a reference as to what Oswald and Sons actually means. Um, But they create apparel that is very unisex. It could go guy or girl. And it is a very minimalist, classic, maybe vintage look. What do you think, Court? Yeah, I definitely agree. I love that you focus on the unisex part of their shop because a lot of small shops that we see the apparel especially specifically in the apparel department is that it really caters towards women so i love that they have some that's like you really can wear it you know male or female and i think that's a really big need in the disney um, small shop community absolutely my husband sam is very picky when it comes to disney apparel it takes a lot to get him to wear something that is actually disney things that he's found are always collabs with other entities and oswald and sons is the first small shop that he's found that he loves their apparel so that's big that's get a big some, deal get some apparel for your guys make your guys wear disney stuff when you go to the parks too so you can get some really cute photos and, I love that. Um, Oswald and Sons also has a duffel bag that I have been drooling over. It's so vintage, old school looking, um, and it just says off to Disney again. And that is basically my life. So we love Oswald and Sons. Major shout out to them and what they create. You guys are amazing. If you want to know more and find more about this particular shop, where can you find them? You can find them at on, on well, they can find them on Instagram at Oswald and Sons. But guys, 
Thank you so much for hanging out with us today and learning more about the type five. And we are just, we are already halfway there. Um, we are closer and closer to type nine. So if you are waiting for these last couple of numbers, we are getting there. We are very excited. And, um, but for now we'll, we'll leave you what we always leave you with, which is there's a great big, beautiful tomorrow out there waiting for you. Go make it magical. See you real soon. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.